Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. My name is Richard Bryant, and I am your host. It's April 18th, 2020. This is the Corona Chronicles, Day 37. Here are today's news and notes. From our friends at Stage Directions, Four Wall Entertainment is holding its annual vendor showcase online. Be sure to join in with Four Wall on its Facebook page starting on Monday, April 20th at 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern Daylight Time or 10 a.m. at Pacific Daylight Time for 10-minute vendor videos showcasing new products and services. They currently have over 40 manufacturers, and this will run through Friday, April 24th for two hours each day. They are also offering a virtual vendor showcase code word challenge where you could win one of dozens of swag prizes from the manufacturers and Fourwall. Be sure to register and they will keep you posted on the schedule and news. Also, David Gallo's Design is hosting another edition of its Mystery Design Theater 3000 on Facebook this Sunday, April 19th from 8 o'clock p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. This week, he's watching and speaking about the set for the free streaming production of Treasure Island from the National Theater's at-home free streaming service. Join scenic designer David Gallo as he hosts a real-time conversation while everyone watches the video stream. They will discuss and answer questions in real time about the set for Treasure Island, which was designed by Lizzie Claxton. To be clear, David Gallo had nothing to do with this production and knows nothing about it at all. The creative team for Treasure Island includes... Director Polly Finley, lighting designer Bruno Poet, music and songs by Dan Jones, songs by John Tams, fight director Brett Yount, movement director Jack Murphy, and illusionist Chris Fisher. To follow up on a story about our friend Captain Thomas Moore, from What's On Stage, Michael Ball, Captain Thomas Moore, and NHS Choir release You'll Never Walk Alone for Charity. The Captain's fundraising campaign has made more than 22 million pounds so far. Michael Ball has surged up the charts with a special charity version of You'll Never Walk Alone, joining the man of the hour, Captain Thomas Moore and the NHS Voices for Care Choir. If you remember, Mr. Moore is walking across his garden back and forth to raise funds for the NHS. Moore's walk around his care home has raised more than $22 million for charity so far, with the fundraising effort showing absolutely no signs of slowing down. To coincide with the effort, Ball, the NHS Voices for Care Choir, and Moore recorded a special version of the iconic carousel tune, You'll Never Walk Alone. You will be able to download the track from the What's On Stage Facebook group and uh, from their website, and all proceeds will be going to charity. Of course, all links will be provided in today's news and notes. Page 2. From our friends at Playbill, the International Thespian Society's Educational Theater Association is helping high school theater students across the country find ways to continue performances and advocacy work online during the COVID-19 crisis. On April 17th at 7.30 p.m., students from more than 20 high schools across Oregon starred in Friday Night Spotlights, a live streaming event showcasing performances from living rooms, basements, kitchens, and bedrooms from around the state. 
The show was hosted by Portland-based actor Isaac Lamb and was facilitated by Oregon Thespians, the Oregon chapter of ITS, which streams the event on its homepage. Much of the work was scheduled to be originally performed at the Oregon Thespians Annual State Festival, April 2nd to the 4th in Salem. EDTA will also facilitate a Zoom meeting of the Advocacy Leadership Network today, April 18th, where representatives from 26 chapters will convene with the goal of helping teachers and students articulate the value and purpose of theater programs. The discussion is in anticipation of state legislators and district school boards considering budget cuts and revised educational priorities in the 2020-2021 school year. Highlights include two keynotes, one from Randy Cohen of Americans for the Arts and Kansas State Representative Jeff Pittman, and a presentation by the International Thespian Officers, featuring this year's Thespian Democracy Works Essay Contest winner reading her essay, Lena Doherty. As previously reported, the 2020 International Thespian Festival, which was set to take place at Indiana University this summer, will also go online in light of the coronavirus pandemic. With campus activities canceled, the EDTA is launching the first ever virtual ITF. We will keep you posted and, when time comes, provide the necessary links for the upcoming festival. Also, if you'd like to see these wonderful students perform, Oregon Thespians on YouTube has a YouTube page and has uploaded the performances by these wonderful students. And please consider enjoying an evening of watching these high school students sing their hearts out, act, dance, and just perform for you. Of course, it's on the Oregon Thespians YouTube page under Friday Night Spotlights. Again, a link will be provided in the show notes. Page three. Our next set of stories comes from the Theater Times. The IOTF, the Second International Online Theater Festival, began on April 15th. From April 15th to May 15th, 2020, the IOTF is an annual online theater festival showcasing the work of diverse global artists. Now, in its second year, over the course of a month, IOTF will present 25 different productions and films from a range of international companies, including Shabuna, Stanislavski Electro Theater, Reckless Sleepers, and English Touring Theater. Iconic productions to be screened include En of the Enemy of the People, Apollonia, and Lenin. All productions are free to watch wherever in the world you are. If you'd like to learn more about the International Online Theater Festival, please visit thetheatertimes.com. Some of the main stories from today's news include the story behind Andrew Sibgala's Mother Uganda. Rose Mbawa is an indubitable doyen in Uganda's theater. At Makari University, an Ivy League of sorts on the continent, where Mbawa spent most of her life, her name is often invoked in lecture theaters, staff estates, and among the faculty or senate. Beyond the hill, or more appropriately, beyond seas, Rose Mbawa is revered in equally full doses as an astute actress and playmaker, a fervent feminist and brilliant academic. Mark you, Rose is long gone. The flower was plucked from the garden of the living on 
the 11th of February, 1999. But wait a minute, how come her theatrical fragrance has stayed with us? The varied assemblage for the Rose Mbawa Memorial Lecture at the National Theater on Wednesday, February 19th, 2020, was a sheer attestation to the enduring influence Mbawa had on the cultural scene in Uganda and elsewhere, and that alone would answer any doubtful Thomas. The keynote address was presented by Dr. Patrick Mengeni, an associate professor of drama and applied theater and the dean of the School of Liberal and Performing Arts at Makare. To discuss his address was actress and filmmaker Irene Kulabako. Both Mengeni and Kulabako were Mbawa students, titled Theater and Development in Uganda, the Legacy of Rose Mbawa. The lecture was not only a moment of retrospection of this great mind, but also a time to envision theater, the arts, and development in the light of her work and artistic vision. To learn more about Ms. Mbawa, again, please visit the Theater Times. This essay is presented on their main page and was posted by Ian Kinyingi Mudu. A second story that was presented, one Mayor Mayorga, A View from Madrid, posted by Maria Delgado. And this story comes from Spain. In late March, as Spain experienced the effects of coronavirus lockdown, publishing house Una Rota asked their authors, novelists, dramatists, poets, essayists, to film a video to post on the company's webpage. Juan Mayorga, one of Spain's most important living dramatists, posted a video essay recorded on his phone and taken from the balcony of his Madrid apartment with the city in lockdown. Using material from El Chico de la Ultima Fila, English title, The Boy at the Back, the author reads from his 2006 play as two characters debate who can, what can be seen and imagined as they voyeuristically look into nearby apartments. The English language version, performed by Neil Pearson and Will Howard, uses a 2014 BBC radio's version, translated by David Johnson and directed by Nicholas Jackson to celebrate the power of the imagination in conjuring narrative drama from whatever we have at our disposal. Even when we may think our options are limited, the imagination offers new worlds of fiction and opportunity as we think of ways of processing what is happening around. As Mayorga mentioned to me in email correspondence on the 14th and 15th of April, it has also been a way of working with a new medium, video, and learning new skills. I've learned to remove and add sound with iMovie. Again, if you'd like to continue to read the entire article, the article is titled Juan Mayorga, A View from Madrid, posted by Maria Delgado, and it comes from Spain. Finally, our last feature post comes from Poland and Tomasz Wojniewski. The article is titled, The Conditions Are Never Ideal, in conversation with Melanie Lamoff. Song of the Goat Theater was founded in 1996 by Gregors Brawl and Anna Zubraszka and is now led by the former in, in Warszaw, Poland. The cosmopolitan nation nature of the physically and vocally based company was further explored in the production of Antigon that premiered on November 22, 2018. Inspired by Sophocles' tragedy, this monumental performance lasted over three hours and consisted of three acts, Seven Gates of Thebes, Antigon, and Ecstasy. In April 2019, Antigon concluded, 
to enormous applause from the audience. The Grotowski Fest in Warsaw, which was a global celebration of the 20th century of Jerzy Grotowski's death, Melanie Lamoff, an independent choreographer and dancer from France, described her collaboration with Gregor's Brawl to Tomas Wisniewski. Again, if you'd like to read this entire entire interview and post, please visit the Theater Times. Again, the article is entitled, The Conditions Are Never Ideal, in conversation with Melanie Lamont, posted by Tomas Wisniewski, an interview from Poland specializing in theater and dance. Before I conclude tonight's podcast, I'd like to extend gratitude to the many healthcare workers, nurses and doctors, first responders, attendants and assistants. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please join me in continuing to support these women and men as they face this near impossible task of saving lives in the face of such great adversity. Please support your local food bank and shelter. If possible, donate blood at one of your local Red Crosses. Be sure to check in on the elderly and support those who have special needs. Reach out to a friend and help not only make their day, but also improve your own. There is a Ugandan proverb that says, Ask help from the spirits after having used all your strength. So to our healthcare workers, our nurses and doctors, our first responders, our attendants and assistants, we know that you're using all your physical strengths, all your well-being to help care for those in need. We shall be your spirit and help raise you up and support you when your physical strength is gone. You need not ask. We shall give it freely. My name is Richard Bryant, and I have been your host. It's April 18th, 2020. This has been the Corona Chronicles, Day 37. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions on how to make this podcast better, please send them to archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's archivett24 at yahoo.com. <laughs>